Welcome to the Industry Horror Coffin Cast. I'm your host, Nathan. And well, with the continuation of Horror of the Holidays, I'm going to be reviewing a movie that... You know, I just came across this movie, and this movie was actually released in 2019, but it looks it was made in 2012. And I came across this movie... You know, you're just looking for something to watch, and you realize, I haven't really watched any Hanukkah movies. And you get curious about, are there really any Hanukkah movies out there? And then you just recollect, because the only Hanukkah movies that I can think of is Full Court Miracle, which was a Disney Channel, which was a Disney Channel movie, and... Then, of course, unfortunately, Eight Crazy Nights. So I was just curious, you know, watching this movie, and I ended up enjoying it. And this movie is called Mistletoe and Menorahs. It is the movie you say, oh, this is a great Hallmark movie. And then you realize, but... But it's worked on a similar production company that works on Hallmark movies. But this is not a Hallmark movie? Yeah, you say, I can't believe that's not Hallmark. It's a great holiday movie. I I enjoyed the two main characters, uh, Chrissy and Jonathan Silver, which are played by Kelly Jackal and Jake Epstein. To be honest, I learned a lot about Hanukkah and even Jewish heritage. And even Jewish heritages. But mostly uh, Hanukkah. <laughs> you can get from an hour and a half. I've watched this movie way too many times to count this year. This is about the 12th time now. I enjoy it. I just wished. They were consistent with whether Mr. Silver is a high school or middle school teacher or even both. Uh, Chrissy teaches about Christmas and Mr. Silver teaches about Hanukkah. Will they be able to pull off before the big dinner pitch meeting? Okay, I'm going to get to you what I give this uh, rating wise for this review and then I'll get into more detail of why I enjoy this movie. Three and a half menorahs out of five. Now, if you excuse me, I'm going to see him making potato latkes and and putting sour cream and those extra sugar-like jelly donuts that are syphagania. To be honest, I I just wished uh, she taught the birth of Jesus and even the Advent candles. Because the Advent candles do have meaning. I'm trying to recollect from the top of my head, but I do know that one of the candles mean hope. I mean hope, and then of course there's the center candle I think is supposed to represent light. As in, I mean for Advent candles wise. But if you want to, I'll make another, <laughs> I'll make another episode that gets in more detail of what the Advent Candles mean uh, in Christmas. 
But let's get back to this review, shall we? And their meme for, and, and even the advent calendars and their meme for Christmas. Now, this is just a nitpick, but. But the candles uh, get lighted up uh, each Sunday in December. Uh, we would light the side of the candle until it got to either December 25th or it's uh, it's the Sunday uh, before uh, Christmas that we light the center of the candle. There's a lot of holidays that are centered around candles now that I think about it. I mean, you have Hanukkah, you have Christmas, and you even have Kwanzaa. But my, but I think my favorite joke overall in this movie was about how in all Christmas shows, they call out on how terrible fruitcake is. Okay, so if you, by the way, there's gonna be some spoilers ahead, okay? And I get into more detail, okay? So this is your warning that there will be spoilers, okay? If you ever watched a movie called Cup of Love, I do believe they make a reference to the coffee company in this movie. That is the Happy Goat Coffee Company. Uh, the actress that played Sam, my only complaint is there wasn't more of her. By the way, as I said, spoilers ahead. The girlfriend Heather was nice, but I appreciate with how with each dialogue you could tell that she is not as interested with Jonathan as she as she fought to the point of making excuse possibly about if her father doesn't like him and doesn't present his Christmas spirit, it's over between them. But really, you could tell with the dialogue, especially with some interaction that Heather has later on with Chrissy, that actually she does not have the same feelings for Jonathan as Jonathan does for Heather. But you could tell that the way that Jonathan was describing his girlfriend to Chrissy, but really, it was over even before we were even introduced to Heather. Oh, and Peter. Peter, at first glance, when you first watch this movie, you're like, ah, oh, what a jerk, what a jerk. But when you watch it a second time and you observe everything... Peter is the type of guy, his heart is in the right place for providing, but everything else he needs to pay attention and understand the person in the relationship wants. He wasn't the biggest fan of Christmas. You could see where this was going. When Jonathan found out he broke up, the little details that they added him lying face down on the couch, blanket covering him, and the fact of him wearing sweatpants and you know, instead of you know wearing regular jeans or or dress pants, he's wearing sweatpants is a way of giving the hint even before it said that something went wrong and adds one more thing: he didn't finish putting up the Christmas tree. Okay, with this you didn't really need. Okay, with this movie, you didn't really need to add an antagonist like Edgar. He felt as a last-minute put-in. They already 
there already was an antagonist in the movie, and it was time and a conflict that that they were dealing with by both Chrissy and even Jonathan. So this was basically Ed Edgar's character development. He says nothing. He's besides his boss. Edgar was once mistakenly called Henry during the middle of a big meeting. Instead of Edgar in a board meeting. And all of a sudden he becomes evil as motivation to steal a toy idea? I mean, you need to have more character development. I, I understand, you know, there's like, with budgeting. But if you're making a story, have the story make sense. You could add a scene. You could even have it at the beginning. You know, you could have it at the beginning. He was originally going to pitch the idea to the board members. And then his boss, you know, being like his right-hand man in a way, you know, give added little details. He doesn't really have to talk much. You can have it added in subtle details. And then his boss goes like, nah, I'm going to go with Chrissy. But you don't have to have him exactly say it's it. Nah, I'm going to go with Chrissy. You could have it be... Look, I really do appreciate that you want to present with this board meeting, but I really have a lot more faith faith in Chrissy to having the presentation, and he's wondering why. And he adds in, well, I feel she has a lot more passion than you. And then you cut back, like when he mentions Chrissy, you cut back and then you see all that beginning, you know, the beginning introduction. You could have done something as that. Uh, in my opinion. As I said before, I think we needed a few more scenes to understand what motivated Edgar. Maybe the boss kept on talking about Chrissy and maybe had some ideas for toys as well, but was ignored. Or maybe at the beginning, he was originally going to give the pitch me, as I said before, but the boss decided Chrissy instead. I might be overthinking this. Overall, I recommend people to check out this movie this, this holiday season. It's great. Now, you excuse me. I'm bizarrely going to watch it for a 13th time right after this. And I just want to say thank you all for listening to the Industry Horror Coffin Cast. As I'm Nathan saying, so long till next time. Now, the next episode of the Industry Horror Coffin Cast. I'm going to review a movie that I've seen different iterations of, but never the original, until now. What is that movie? Well, you have to find out on the next episode of the Industry Horror Coffin Cast. Thank you all for listening to the Industry Horror Coffee Cast. I really do appreciate all you, all of you industry horror hearers and casual listeners out there. If you have any movie suggestions, whether it involves with horror, autism, uh, sports, animation, video games, and heck, even voice acting, or even someone that I could interview, 
please contact industryhorrorcoffeecast at gmail.com. Also, you can follow me on social media, on social media, on Instagram and Facebook. Just type in Industry Horror Coffin Cast. And there are now about 45, 46 other episodes of the Industry Horror Coffin Cast that you can listen to on Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor.fm, whatever podcast platform that you have. Please just make sure to check that you can listen to the Industry Horror Coffin Cast. If you can't, then please let me know at IndustryHorrorCoffeeCast at gmail.com. As I'm Nathan saying, so long until next time.